I don't think I ever even saw a baby in public. And then I had a baby. I'm like, there's so many babies. I just have like a baby radar. Like now. a gay dart. I can tell a person's a baby. Yeah. When the humans are small like that, it's a baby. I think you've roasted gender reveals. It's just too much. We're doing too much, man. <laughs> did you guys have a gender reveal for your baby? We did, is the sick part. <laughs> My grandma was like the funniest Southern Baptist woman. She's type like you get a tattoo, you're dead to me. Like that. Honestly, they should be the most feared demographic. We have That's to be careful. I'm terrified. We have terrified to be careful. Of her. She called him a narcissist once. We probably <laughs> are, actually, yeah. <laughs> What's, What's up, up dude? And welcome back to the Unplanned Podcast. We're the only people that ever do that to yeah. open up their content. We just, yeah. it's just like so cool. So we like to say it, you know, just to have no, like for a sure. Really, I never I thought, you know. like, how are they going to start this thing? And that blew yeah. the line. So, yeah. What yeah. up? Today we are joined by Trey Kennedy. Trey is a comedian as well as a social media content creator. He's influencer. known for <laughs> influencer. He's known for making clean comedy and he's currently on tour and he's actually performing in Phoenix tonight. So we're going to a show and we're having him on the podcast. Good, so good. Trey, Y'all are going to make it. You can we're make all it. Gonna come. We've been Let's looking go. forward to this. Good. Let's give it up it's for Trey Kennedy, everybody. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm honored to be here. You said first comedian on this podcast. You're the so, first okay. comedian. A lot of pressure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Beautiful home. I'm glad well, y'all can make it to the show. Thank you. We're I'm, so excited. You, I just say content creator, not influencer. Do y'all not like the influencer word or do you do, care? That's a good question. I think yeah. I like content creator more because it like shows that you're adding value to the platforms. You're, te- you're more of a storyteller. And I feel like influencer can have more of the idea of, oh, they just got there without even having to work for it. You know I what I'm saying? I think influencer mm-hmm. makes me think of like... Uh, the beauty or the Kardashians. Right. There's it's not started... a lot in common with me and the Kardashians. There's not? No. Not even one? Especially the booty. Yeah, you're a lot more white than they are. They're good people. I, yeah, I don't know. The influencer, it's funny. I don't. I'll, I just try to embrace it, you know? You're Inf- influencer? Whatever you want to call me. Love that. At this point, I don't. There's no shame when you've been doing it long enough. I know. Yeah, when you did you start? It. I made my first viral video like... Ten and a half years ago on Vine. Wow, so that's kind of crazy. You're yeah. OG influencer wow. then. You've been around for a minute. OG, but before influencer was not a word when I made that first right. video. Wow. So I was just like Viner, Vine famous, internet guy, Instagrammer, and then influencer started coming around because because influencer got weird too. And still to this day, if you say it, people roll their eyes and then they see you because right. influencer they're picturing nine thousand followers. You're just uh. kind of the scum of the earth. You want free things. Yeah. Versus <laughs> yeah. like yes. yeah. It's a career now. Yeah, I think maybe the word influencer for me, it just makes, it sounds like it has a stereotype of being so entitled or I don't know, something like that. It's that too many people went into like hotels in New York City and they're like, I'm an influencer, I'll... I'll tag you. Will you let me stay <laughs> right, here? And right, they're like, right, right. leave immediately. Like, I it's don't like, know get the heck out of my, my <laughs> yeah. property. But you guys do have to tag me in your story tonight in return for we the We will tickets. definitely yeah. tag you tonight. Yeah, of course. Thank you, yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, Trey, I'm so curious. It's, it's 2023. You're a comedian. How do you not get canceled in a climate where I feel like people are so easily offended? You know, I've never pushed the boundaries too much. You know, like you said, clean comedian. I, I like to... Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not trying to rub anyone the wrong way, but um, it's still out there. I think we the crazy cancel culture couple of years feels like we've come out of that and people are exhausted by it and they don't feel like they don't care as much. I, I kind of feel very free to say whatever I want now. Oh, really? That's good. Yeah. I think I'm lucky to be, as we were just talking about, like mm-hmm. you guys do more of your like the, the content creation, vloggy, that. I think you're an easy target. Unfortunately, mm, people are okay. like, yeah, uh, what do, you, do they even love each other? Are they, what, their mom's <laughs> raising their kids? Are they, you know. Right, right. The first time Katie, my wife, was on my podcast, they're like, well, yeah, I can tell he abuses her. I was like, what? What did I do? <laughs> oh I only God. hit her once on the podcast. And I, no, it's like... 
people they just make stuff up but and then i think they right, see right, comedian right. it's just jokes i think people yeah. just kind of like we either think it's funny or it's not and we move on versus like what did he they know what they're coming for right more, I think, yeah so i think i'm lucky because because yeah i see people like y'all or a lot of people killing it getting tons of followers and views and just everyone has an opinion i'm like man i'm over here chilling i don't think people they don't bother me so. well a big thing about your content is it is clean content has it always been clean always been clean i was raised very sheltered like good <laughs> oklahoma kids so when i was first making it when i was like 19 i couldn't have fathomed putting someone on the internet like my mom would see yeah that you know she yeah. been appalled and then you know that leads to like opportunities because brands want to hire people with a clean image and mm -hmm. then i had more and more fans appreciate that and it is ingrained in me too so now mm -hmm. yeah i'm clean for life i like the challenge of trying to be funny and clean that's yeah. really impressive because yeah. i feel like I feel like it's easier to make comedy when you're talking about more raunchy things. And so to be creative enough to actually be funny and not have to go to that is impressive. Thanks. Yeah. It's, I think people, a lot of people agree with that. You know, I mean, all those, those more R rated comedians or edgy people, you know, they're, they have a certain audience for that, that they, people love yeah. and appreciate and they get, you know, it has its own difficulties, but yeah, I think I, I invite a very, very different audience that, you know, they'd go see Bill Burr, who's like, everyone agrees the best comedian alive. And they like my mother would be appalled if she saw Bill Burr. You know, it's like <laughs> those people exist where they they want they need the clean comedian. So I'm happy to to do that. So it's fun. That's awesome. Do you think like other comedians in your space view you differently or interact with you differently because of that or not really? No, not really. I think there is a I think most comedians would agree like being clean is is a thing so many comedians would be like I that's not even something I've tried to do like I don't even yeah. know how to do that so mm. I think people respect it and uh yeah when you're when you're raised in it and it's like to my core I'm not it's like I'm sitting there writing just crazy stuff like I god I can't say this it's yeah. horrible <laughs> like what comes out of me is mainly clean right yeah. so it's just how That's I was like raised. Us, I feel like. Yeah, we were so we were on a cruise ship uh, like six months ago, and we were at the. Or I think I was there. You were actually sick on the cruise ship, right? Enough. Right. And I was I was by myself at this comedy show with our friends, and the comedian was doing like the adult comedy show, but he's oh. also the comedian that does all the other comedy shows on the cruise ship. So the other ones were family friendly, but this one was the adult he comedy lets show. It fly, so yeah. he was trying to like you know make more adult jokes. But then even for him, I was like, man, you're just like, you're the family comedian. And he was like dropping some F-bombs. And I'm like, that just didn't feel right. That's like, just when confusing. You, yeah. I'm just confused now. You've been like, out there I, all week. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like the cruise ship hired you because you're a clean comedian. There had to have been a number of like sweet moms in the audience who were like, you've got, we saw him last night. He's fantastic. You got to see him. And he's just <laughs> like, oh my, this is not what he used to say. Yeah. They start, they start crying. <laughs> yeah. So I can totally see where you're like, that's just not me. Like, you know, just, just being yourself in the comedy that you create. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're all. Do you guys know who Whitney Cummings is? Whitney Cummings. She's a big comedian. She's yeah. been doing it for years. Very funny, very successful, but very R-rated. Uh -huh. I remember one time I went to a concert with my mom. It was like a John Legend, and there was a surprise opening set from Whitney Cummings. Oh, and, oh okay. and like it's funny, but I'm with my mom, who like <laughs> like won't watch an R-rated movie, and she starts going. It's like oh my, oh my gosh. Like, did you just get I, headphones for her? Yeah, exactly. Like mom, I'm sorry, I don't. This is not funny. Trey, at what age were you allowed laughing, to yeah. watch R-rated movies? Never. I mean, <laughs> that was never. To this day, my parents will be like, we can't. We just, I've, I'm the classic guy. Like, did you see this movie? Did you see that movie? I always say no. I'm like, what? You didn't see that movie? I'm like, my mom was so picky on movies that we just basically 
wrote off movies. She's Travel. like, can't, yeah, it can't. It has to be PG or G. It can't be sad. Yeah, it can't incite <laughs> crying. It can't <laughs> have any kind of like love scene. It, it, we just it was like Finding Nemo, and we watched uh, The Rookie like twelve times. Remember okay. that one? Dennis Quaid. Sweet. I will say it is awkward <laughs> if you're watching. Cool. Did I ever seen that one actually? Now that we're adults, it is pretty awkward if you're like with your parents and you're watching like an actual rated oh R gosh, movie. Oh my gosh, what were we watching? My and dad. Then, and then a scene comes on and you're like, oh my god, I, I don't can't. even, I don't even know what they're doing. The- and you just kind of turn away. You're just like, I, this is so weird. Like my parents are here. It's not weird with your spouse. So you're just like, yeah, like we, you know, we're watching an R rated movie. You know, what here, were we watching here, there, with my know? dad the other day? And I was like, we gotta. Yeah, there was definitely a sex scene, and we I were was just like, what the- it was uncomfy. Mm-hmm. Do your parents go to your shows often? They're, they're actually going to be here tonight in Phoenix. Wait, what? Do we get no to meet way. them? No way. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Wait, that's they're, so cool. Uh, they just so happened, you know, they're empty nesters, living their best life. My okay. dad's retiring. So they, they were doing a week in Sedona. And, it just, and then we announced the show in Phoenix. It's like, wow, well, that's stay awesome. today, see the show. Sweet. So they don't come to all They don't fly around going to my they shows. They just tour but, with you. you no, know, no. They, uh, yeah, they're very supportive. They, they grab a handful of shows, especially the ones near where they live, but. Yeah, they're, they're going to be here tonight. And it's funny because I talk about them and I, I'll, after the show, and again, it's clean, but still, I'm talking about true things, my experiences. So I'm always like, I was like, mom, I'm trying to be respectful. Did anything I say like offend you? I don't, I want to be respectful. And she's, then she starts critique, critiquing like my entire set. She's like, well, there was one part I thought was a little over. No, I'm, I was like, I'm just talking about when I'm talking about you. I'm like, like I'm not getting approval. you are isolated rest. to what pertains to she's you. Like, oh, yeah. I love when you talk about me, please. Um, <laughs> That they're That's fun. So yeah. funny. Is that hard now that you're a dad and you know, obviously, yeah, you're you're married, you have a seven month old, right? Yeah. Uh, a, a boy. Congratulations, Thank by you. the way. That's super exciting That's that you're so you're sweet. a father now. How is that being on tour? Because you're going to how many different locations to do these comedy shows? Yeah, it's tough. We're uh we, we tried to schedule it where so I I on average I go out like every other weekend. Okay. Maybe like three or four cities at a time. So I'm home mainly is the goal but yeah i mean it's it was definitely a thing where early on he was a few months old like getting out was like kind of awesome you guys you know you know mm-hmm. you miss them you're like i'm sleeping at night oh my it's exhausting and then they get you know they're every day is more fun he's interacting he's smiling he's and yeah it really stinks to to leave them so i don't know what it looks like i because i'm loving doing this and it, it's great i can't believe i get to do this and i even thought i'd do this but um I don't know. We're just trying to get through the balancing it. And she gets out with the baby sometimes. That is the worst part by far. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. sucks. Yeah, because you're, you're doing what you love. But then also as a family man, you're like, I, I want to be there with my wife and kids. So that, yeah, man. that has to be like pulling your heart in like two directions at once. Always. And it's, I mean, we, we want more kids. You know, we just have the one. And so we're up to this. We announced more dates into 2024. And by you know, I think we're just going to keep assessing and we're dreaming of a day when we have like several five, six, you know, three-year-olds and we, it's easier to take them like on a tour bus and you're like, how fun is this? You know, Mm -hmm. but you know, you guys get the baby life. It's like, it's not worth it carting around beds and milk and, and she's nursing on a plane and (laughs) we've done it a lot, but it's tough. He's already been to like some 15 states wow. in seven months. That's yeah. crazy. Right yeah. After. Do you guys have a certain strategy for when you go on a plane with your kid? Oh, we got a doubt, especially Katie, my wife. She's a pro. She's, 
She like has a whole system. She's got the, we got the Duna. You guys have that? Oh, yes. the Duna. I mean, people. Yes. It's so fun to wheel that around. You get so much attention. Fellow <laughs> Duna owners are like, I see you. No, but That's then the have you ever and had then, this happen? The older people are like, they didn't make those when we were having oh, babies. It's see like such a dad flex. You walk in a restaurant with the Duna as a stroller, and like we like to sit down. Like we have no strollers. You're just like, bam. Look at this into transformer. The car seat. Yeah, and this fifth year old woman's like, what? What? They didn't have this when we when I was a mom, you know, back in the day. So right. we have that. Collapse it down. Get them out. Put it through security. We we gate check it. Get them on there. Mm-hmm. She's got her cover. Mm-hmm. She's you know. But and I don't know how few feel this way, Abby too. Like the public nursing early on. She's very modest. She's mm-hmm. like we would find like a corner of the airport mm-hmm. and like dark and she would cover and I'd like block her and now I mean now <laughs> she's just we're like driving I got the I got a truck truck stock she'll just whip it out it, you know? it, you it know? gets worse with yeah. consecutive babies I yeah, will tell you just like, whatever. I was literally uh, at the farm yeah. yesterday and I was like I don't it was so hot he was like sweating already I was like I'm not getting a freaking cover out and I was just like <laughs> hopefully everyone can be respectful enough just yeah. to look away please don't look please. yeah she used to Every time she nursed him in our living room, it'd be like, draw the blinds. Now yeah, she's yes. like in the front yard. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, See, I was the one drawing the blinds because Abby, she just forgets that people can see through a window. I'm in my own house. Oh. That's on, like, I don't expect to have, I'm not catering towards peeping Toms. We had yeah. this problem in Hawaii because in Hawaii we had all these big windows and Abby would just like change. And I'm like, Abby, like, our it's neighbors, all the houses in Hawaii. Hawaii are like a foot apart. I'm like, literally the whole neighborhood can see you and see you changing like we should probably put the blinds down <laughs> you know it's my house it's, i'm yeah, not your house what a, don't it's my house. <laughs> yeah. you guys have the inflatable like bed i know there's like a little like inflatable bassinet you can put on the seat in the plane yeah in yes. the plane. i did we did look into that we didn't pull the trigger on <laughs> okay. that but he's still little he's little oh, enough yeah. he's not fully doing that we we did too like you know i i get on how many hundreds of flights a year so i we were i always try to like we don't need to buy it. We would do the right, lap thing. Right, because you need a separate and, seat then. Yeah, we'd finally started being like, okay, I have, I have status. I have the points. We're getting getting his own seat. He gets yeah. his own seat? A no lot of the time. Way. So it's like you get the car seat in there. I mean, you talk oh. about an absolute game changer. That's beautiful. So there's, yeah. Wow. We mm-hmm. haven't, We've Griffin's never had his own seat. So your kid just sleeps the whole flight. I mean, yes and no. We trust me we did 30 flights before we started buying his own seat and then he gets okay. big enough and he's 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 long and you're you're like yeah. trying not to bump this person yeah. i was like katie yeah you're flying out by yourself to come to these shows just get it two seats yeah that's nice make your life easier we yeah. had the situation where this uh we, we were seated in different seats on the plane and well, the, we were separated we were separated and we were trying to sit by each other but this lady was not wanting to switch and it, it was like a really with easy the baby sh- yeah yeah oh no our baby didn't have a seat we just wanted to sit next to each other but so you like, had it. yeah she's like let us yeah so my baby. we could yeah. breastfeed and we could be next to each well, other okay we got to set the scene a little bit more it was moving from one middle seat to the middle seat in the row back and she was traveling alone and she hadn't sat down yet no. but she was just like i'd rather not and we were just like hey <laughs> I know that I'm sitting in your middle seat right now, but would you mind switching with me in the middle seat directly in front of me? And she didn't want to. And then all like everybody Everyone on the plane, the plane moved around. They all moved around to accommodate us because this one lady wouldn't accommodate. She just stood her ground. Some wow. new parents, and you know, I mean, she has the right to do that, I guess. But it was cool that like everyone on the plane like came together for us. It was really, <laughs> it was sweet. really sweet. You learn that when you travel with a baby of like you either it's a love hate. People look at you like 
why did you leave the house with that thing? Yes. Like, shut it up. Or people get it and they're like, how can we help? Yes. <laughs> like they're, yeah. they're like when she flies solo, she says she'll always, she'll get bad looks. And then she'll also get people being like, let me help you carry that. You know, we're here. Yeah. yeah so. That is sweet. Because there is judgment too. When you take a baby outside the house, they're like, you need to keep that thing home. Today's sponsor is one of our favorite baby brands, Dreamland Baby. We use their dream weighted sleep sack literally every single night and for every single nap for both of our boys. Our youngest has used it his whole entire life. And then our oldest, I think, started at like the two month mark. And once we had it, we noticed a difference. Oh yeah, they've been great. Yeah, and it's kind of giving them that sensation of being like hugged and because they're gently weighted on the top, there's nothing on the bottom restricting them so they can still move around. Like our oldest can stand up in it, walk around. They can roll in them, but it just makes them feel like they're getting a hug and and that's why we give them out as gifts so if we hear of a new parent you know that's having a baby we're like hey here's a dreamland sweep sleep sack sweep sack (laughs) we're like you need this because it helps babies fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer they have a two-way zipper that's great for middle of the night diaper changes we cannot give them a more genuine endorsement we love dreamland baby sleep sack so if you have a baby or if your friend or family member has a baby and they don't have one of these Give them the gift of sleep this season and get them a Dreamland Baby. And it's the perfect time because Dreamland Baby is having their biggest sale of the year. Go to dreamlandbabyco.com and enter UnplannedBogo23 at checkout for the buy one, get one free weighted products deal. This is a great way to stock up on Dreamland Baby products or to give as a holiday gift. That's code UnplannedBogo23 for the buy one, get one free weighted product deal. Let's go. Check it out. Thank you, Dreamland. Now back to the episode. I, did y'all do this before you had kids? I didn't even, I don't think I ever even saw a baby in public. And then I had a baby. I'm like, there's so many babies around. You just block them out until you have really one true. and yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. I was like, wow, there's so many babies. Wow, this is awesome. So many oh, yeah. yeah, actually that happened to us like right after we had our first. We were driving the Target parking lot and there was two like little toddlers crossing the street and Matt goes, Aw. Right. And you I don't do like, that until you have a never kid. never done that. Never. Ever. Never. And I was like, wait, are you starting to like notice other little people now? I just have mm-hmm. like a baby radar now. I see a baby. I'm like, that's, that's very so true. sweet. Look at that. Oh, li- my gosh. Oh, yeah. look at that little family. But before, I just never even did that. They and didn't it, exist. It's like becoming a dad get, makes you a softie in a way, you know? Yeah, you have a new radar. As I hear like... Uh, like a gay dart, but gay people, they're like, they can pick it out easy. <laughs> yeah. It's like you become, like, I can tell that person's a baby. Yeah. I have one. I, I can, can tell, tell that person's a baby. <laughs> I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I tell they have one and because I see the baby. That is, <laughs> yeah. when the humans are small like that, it's a baby. That's yeah. A baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I or have. When you see guys, you're like, that person's a dad. You can yeah, tell. Yeah, right. Yeah. I feel like maybe women in general, it's like a little bit harder because maybe they're nurturing already. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They are, but yeah, women always love the babies and stuff. But yeah, us guys, yeah, don't even pay attention at all. A little bit. What's been the the best thing about being a dad and the most challenging thing about being a dad? The best is, man, it's I when we were like prepping to have a kid, my friends who were parents, you know, because they just talk it up, and it would annoy me. You know, they'd be like, it's just, it's the greatest gift. You just don't know <laughs> until you know. You don't, and it's the only way to describe it, which is annoying. But you, it's hard to articulate it. Like I was sitting in our living room two days ago and he's just repeatedly just looking at me like, you know, <laughs> cheesing for no reason. And it's just what it does to your insides. You're like, oh, my. Yeah, that's the whole. I'll never forget when he was probably six-ish weeks, you know. And if you don't know this, babies can't smile for like two months. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. And you're just doing it. You're going through it. 
and it's good it's good and then the sleep deprivation sets in it's exhausting yeah. and there was one night i was like i'm done i mean i th i think i want to I'm done with this guy. You know, you yeah. have those horrible thoughts. You're like, I can't. <laughs> I and think that was, he's got to go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you put him back? How does that work? But then three in the morning and the first time he looks up and just smiles. And, I'm like, and you're just like, don't care anymore. You're like, this is the best yeah. thing. Sweet. That's probably the best way I could describe it. But have you made him too. laugh yet? Yeah. 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 Oh. He's, so much, he's a laughing. He is. You, you do this too. Where you're like, my baby's the best right it's somehow oh, of course they're like little they're measuring him like he's the tallest and biggest baby right right like, why does that matter but and uh but he seems to be an unusually smiley happy giggling laughing so Sweet. he's he's a lot of fun um but yeah it's been a it's been the the best thing and sometimes the worst thing and like <laughs> all it's just the most rewarding makes life so much richer all my see my friends hold my son and my parents hold my son, you know. Are there a lot special. of babies in the family? Um, not yet. We're, I have one sister who has a baby just a few months older. So two on my side. My wife has four brothers and they just have one older with like another on the way. So we're about to, we're about to have three nieces and nephews, but wow. all my friends are pregnant. It's very much where I mean, in the next five years, I'm going to have... 30 babies in my life wow. with friends wow. and family. I mean, it's happening quick. I've noticed That's amazing. Your, I've noticed in your comedy too, you do a lot of like baby skits where you have yeah. like, it's like you, you're pretending to be the baby with like the, the monitor on you. And right. um, I just, I think it's hilarious because it's so relatable as a dad. I just can totally relate to like the second that you try to get something done, then that's when the kid wakes up or I don't know. My, my favorite is like as a parent, if we ever try to have any sort of alone time together at all, it's like the second we put our kid down, like they then they know. just start screaming. Like they, they know. know, they, they literally just know. It's kind of scary. Um, has that, has that been a fun journey as a comedian getting to make all these now like dad comedy skits? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is an element of like. Not that I was ever running out of ideas, but you're like, it'd be nice to have some new inspiration, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, this whole new life experience. And uh, I think so many of my fans and people that come to the shows were parents. So just to to flip a switch, now we can relate and just the levels to it. Now I have fans come up and they're like, I have three kids in their teens. Like, you don't know what you're talking, you know, or oh. it's just like I've joined the parent group, but I'm a rookie and we have one and it's, it's just all these new life experiences and um you know i do jokes now about like you know, our friends who don't have kids yet they talk you know you have friends who don't have kids they're like we're tired and you're like you're not you're not tired you're not you tired. don't know um and so yeah it's just a fun new way to relate to my audience and when i made the first my content like all of us is just trying new ideas and yeah i think i put on a big adult onesie and acted like a baby and it yeah. went viral so it's like okay cool people they're on board. There's a lot of people going through the same thing. So. It's like a universal experience. Like, yeah. of course, every baby's different. Every couple going through is different, but that's funny. The one yeah. that really got me was like when couples are arguing over who's the most tired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're tired? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a big adjustment. We, us getting married wasn't an adjustment for, I don't know, It's you hear like first years. I feel that. We were just like, like in love, best friends, moved in. We just had a blast. But having a kid was was our like I think first big nothing crazy but real big adjustment we learned right. real quick some things in each of us were like okay we gotta we gotta communicate here we get on the same page because you get so tired and mm -hmm. I would I'd get home from tour without a kid and she, she'd be rested up ready to go and so she'd be like what do you I'll, you you've worked hard lay down and now it's like you have a you know you come home 
I yeah. worked harder than you. I took care of this kid all week. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, okay. So at least you got time off. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you just, and we have a constant argument. I was like, now let, listen, I know it's annoying when I go to Florida for shows and I'm like on a boat all day, but it's like my, you can't, I'm so lucky my job's fun. You can't like hold that against me. She's like, I know, I know. Like, what? It, mm-hmm. But still, she gets to a bad point. She's like, right. you're the one, you're gallivanting around on boats and yachts. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't, I'm sorry. That's my job. I, I'm killing time and he West. So, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? It's funny because like now as a dad, I went to Nashville to record some music this past week. Let's and go. Being on, being on a plane by myself, like not having to keep a child alive and, you know, do do all the stuff that we do as parents on a plane. I'm like, Mostly I can just keeping them quiet on the plane. I can just listen to my music and just like take a nap and look out the window. It's just crazy. It's so nice. Leaving your family. <laughs> yeah, I'm all, I, I got to be honest. The first like maybe 24 hours is like, this is pretty awesome. Like I, <laughs> I'm changing diapers. I'm just, I get to do whatever I want. And then, you know, she sends me a photo of him like mm. you know, on the porch, smiling. You're like, oh, but. See, I feel I like I couldn't it. get there. Like, I would really? literally be anxious the entire time. For 24 hours? If I were to leave, I would be like freaking mom out. vibes. Katie yeah. has not left. We have a weekend planned next month, and it'll be the first time she's, like, left him for more than, you know, a handful of hours or something. We're going to go do two nights and like on the beach. Okay. It's like a friend's wedding. Like, nice. one of the grandparents, you know, one of my parents are going to watch him, and so we'll see how that goes. That's our first time. Wow. How was your first time leaving well, it was to IHOP for like an hour and I cried the whole time. Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, she's a little bit further along. She might be. Yeah. And plus, like I will say, it does make the alone time so much more special mm-hmm. because it's so few and far between. So maybe the initial goodbye will be hard. But oh, I'm sure. I bet that pretty soon she'll just be really excited. She'll be. She's good. Time yeah, again. Yeah. We did our first babysitter. That's not grandma grandpa oh, recently wow. and the okay. first like 45 minutes of the dinner she's like just, and i was like it's okay okay and it all went great but yeah it's tough for the moms yeah. did for you sure. did you cry the first time that you left your your son at no home? i didn't no <laughs> i did uh i did the second time the first time we had this set up where i wasn't gonna tour i had tour dates like when he was like three months old so i was like there being mom and dad like locked in but I got a work thing that we kind of couldn't say no to when he was like four weeks old. Oh gosh. I was young and her mom came and like stayed with her and helped get through those just few nights. But mm. I'm not going to lie that four week because you've, you, you're awake every two hours for the first, I went to this nice like brand deal trip and slept in a nice hotel. I was like, I didn't share too much with her. I was like, wow, I needed this. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, <laughs> and then the second time I left, like he's three months old on tour you know, it's just like you're so in love with them, and it's so fun. That one was like, oh, I don't know if I can do. This. You know, you do all the I, things. Like, does he even, is he going to remember who I am? Right, yeah. right, does right. He, does he know what it's? Is he sitting there like, where's my dad's never coming back? You do. You you're <laughs> concerned with these thoughts. Like, yeah. I just wish I could tell them that we're coming back. Yeah. That's when we that left. Is, I don't know that. what they're thinking. I don't know if they even compute. If they're just like, they blink and I'm like back. And they're just like, oh, that guy's back. I like that guy. You know, I like I don't, that guy. I don't know. I mean, when you think he about it, like me. I don't know about you, but my first memory is from when I was like three years old. Exactly. So we're gonna. So it just kind of doesn't matter how you parent them. Yeah, we've got two more years of this kid. Two more years with our they oldest. They won't remember it. Yeah, and he won't remember any of it, which is kind of weird. I think he'll remember how how he felt. I probably. tell him that all the time. I'm like, he'll remember how he felt. They say yeah. there's all that science, right? Of like, you know, if you like abandon the kid at the early age, for it's gonna have long term effects. Yeah. So I get, 
but yeah, that is freaky where she's like, let's, I think let's go out to like the park and do a picnic. He'd like that. And there's an element of like, I don't really care what he likes because he, he doesn't know what's happened. He doesn't, <laughs> he'll never remember this. Mm-hmm. That's but so of course true. you, uh, you do everything to see them laugh and stuff, but it right. is freaky to raise yeah. a human that like years on end, they won't recall any of this. And how was strange? My how earliest the... memory is like second grade, so <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't Abby. remember what? anything before that. Yeah. And even that one's foggy. Mine is. I have foggy memories of being like fourteen. Like right. my parents, like we so... took you to Hawaii when you're fourteen. You remember that? I was like barely, to be honest. <laughs> like we spent a lot of money on that. I was like I, I don't. I remember like maybe a th- one thing we did. So. <laughs> how was the experience of witnessing the birth of your son? Was it what you expected? Was it was it different? Tell I us got... about that. I got the most valuable piece of advice from one buddy who's had four kids. He's just he just says, "There's some things you'll see you'll never unsee. So be careful what you look at." <laughs> oh That's God. all he said. Wow. And it was I was one of those guys who I was you know right there with her. She's pushing. I never looked down south. I never, oh wow! Really? I was just uh, I'm kind of like that where I'm like I queasy easily mm-hmm. gross stuff. I don't uh. so I was there with her, looking right in the eyes, cheering her on. At one point, they're like, he's, he's, you know, he's crowning. He's got, do you want to look down? I was like, I don't know. I'm good. And so I, I just kept my head up. They came out, they sent him on her chest. And I, uh, like, if I had to walk around her while they were, like, you know, repairing her, you know, <laughs> I, I just kind of put the head down. I, I didn't Dang. cut the cord. I oh, went, no, wow. I didn't even cut. Oh, wow. No. Okay. I know back in the day, they wouldn't even allow dads in the delivery room. Which is bonkers to me. You see those, like, that old viral video? It was floating around somewhere of like interviewing husbands in like the 40s or something. Like sh- or and, men and women. Like, should a man be present in the delivery room? And both men and women were like, absolutely not. That's between a woman and her child. You know, that's how it used to You're be. Kidding. Or even our dads. I don't know about your, like, our, all this, like us right now, millennial dads or, or Gen Z dads, like, they're like, so many of our dads didn't change a single diaper. Right. Like wow. It was just like, yeah. you go to work, you provide, mom's got it. And this is a trend, which is a good thing, I think, of much more involved. We're expected to be more involved. Yeah. But right. it's it's wild. How was y'all's, y'all, I know y'all share a bunch of your birth stories. Were you, yeah. you were in it? You saw everything? Saw everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's not like queasy. I, I, don't, sure. I don't get that way. I just felt horrible for Abby. Because <laughs> you, just, you just see how painful it looks. And I'm like, you are literally like in the most pain of your life right now. Yeah. And this is like a, a beautiful thing. But I'm just like, I feel horrible for you Matt, that you're like, going through this. I like talked to dads afterwards. He was like, so how, what, like, you was were my, just yeah. like Was my wife being bonding. dramatic or no? <laughs> well, I think, <laughs> I think part of it, her, epi- her epidural wore off. So I think that made it a lot more painful for her. No, I think um, it's just afterwards you were like talking to other dads. You were like, I think it's like you had a little trauma from it. We, yeah, we, fa- she got an epidural, but I think... We waited too late, so I think she fully dilated without it. Yeah, and then oh, got it, and then I think it was too late where they didn't give her a full dose. She kind of like did it all natural. So, but wow. you kind of don't know too because you don't know. No, I've always heard this. Like people are like, my epidural wore off, or like things like it wasn't working right, and then they actually do yeah, a it's natural like, no, it just labor, hurts that bad, and they're yeah. like, no, like that was totally different. But it but, is sad when you're like, yeah. I'd rather do this than you, but this is how it is. Yeah, It's funny because I don't look back at it like that. Like, I'm like, I'll do, sign me up. I'll do it again. I wish, I wish your wife was here to tell us a little bit more. Give us more of an inside scoop. Um, <laughs> I know. I know, she's, here, I know she's back in, back in KC, right? Kansas City. Kansas City. It's where we're based. Um, it's cool that you're 
that you live there because my brother one time uh he said he was at some coffee shop and like he was like do you know this like comedian trey kennedy like he was just at this car and i'm like oh no way like i didn't know he lived in in kc your brother so, lives there yeah my brother or wow. he did he lives oh, he in did. phoenix now um but yeah so we did have family in kc for a little bit oh cool so that's kind of been there I, a few times yeah, yeah so he's actually going to go to the com- the comedy show too tonight let's and, go and we're all we're stoked double yeah. date yeah oh, double fun. date This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. The end of the year can be a lot. While it's so fun and joyful, there's still just like so much going on that I have a hard time keeping myself mentally straight. It's like I look forward to the holidays, but sometimes it can also come with anxiety and seasonal blues. Well, I could see it like my own mom would get really stressed during the holidays. Yeah, it's hard for moms. And then as a kid, I was like, mom, like it's supposed to be fun. Like, can, can we just like enjoy it? You know, and I think maybe as moms, if you take more time for yourself to focus on your mental health it's a perfect time to start thinking about going into trying therapy especially with the new year too and acting new healthy habits and um, just getting your year off to the right track so if you're thinking of starting therapy give better help a try it's so convenient because it's entirely online it's designed to be flexible and suited exactly to your schedule all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and the great thing is that if it's not working out great with your therapist you can switch at any time for no additional charge if you're thinking about giving it to try might as well try better help because it is so convenient we actually went to a therapist at one point who was 45 minutes away from us it was such a long drive so doing it online virtually not having to leave the comfort of your own home that's so convenient especially during this extremely busy season exactly so find your bright spot this season with better help visit betterhelp.com unplanned podcast today to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp help.com unplanned podcast now back to the episode how did you meet Katie? How did you how did you meet your wife? We met on Instagram. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's it's it, I've never heard anyone meeting this way like the the way we did on Instagram. It was like purely I guess it's a god thing if you think like that or just like it, it didn't make sense how I met, but I just saw her on the explore page. It's very creepy. <laughs> Zero mutual connections or friends. Okay. She was in Atlanta. I'm in Kansas City. I just saw, you know, I'm in my single guy era. I was just shooting shots and I saw a cute girl that looked like we had stuff in common. I just followed her. I didn't think a ton of it. Saw she followed me back. You know, you play the game. Let's go. Did you go. have a big following at this time? I did. I, I'd like, uh, this, we met, this would have all been happening 2017, 18. So I'm approaching a million followers on Instagram and okay. I'm, I'm doing it full time. I'm, I'm getting going and she, you know, I'd, I'd later learned she had no clue who I was or why I had so many followers or nor did she, did she really care. But she followed me back and, you know, long story short, months go by, I like each other's foes, DM. We kind of get to messaging, kind of hit it off a little that way. And I was in Atlanta, you know, traveling around like I do and just asked her out. We went to dinner and it was one of those like met at 5 p.m. We talked until four in the morning. Wow. Just... Knew pretty immediately, like, I flew back to Atlanta two weeks later to see her again, you know, so it didn't get weird. Like, I guess see you in a few months. Or, you know. yeah, and never. spent a whole weekend just, I mean, it just it, it always made sense. So we did long distance Atlanta, Kansas City for a little over a year. Wow. Which was, you know, I guess a good challenge, but it sucked. And then she she was nice enough to move to Kansas City and Whoa. got married a year later. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So a year, a year of long distance and then a year of dating in <clears throat> Kansas City and then you were married. Yeah. Okay. Or were you engaged for that year in Kansas City? We 
we were half of that. So you probably lived in Kansas City six or seven months, and then we got engaged. Okay. Um, and then married in 2020. Our big wedding was May of 2020. I was going to ask, yeah, what was <laughs> yeah. that like during COVID? Uh, you talk about Bridezilla on another level, man. I mean, it was not her fault. She was, Of course, she's devastated. She, and it was just yeah. like, she's planning the wedding, doing the whole classic thing. Like, I don't, just can't figure out this, the, the seating chart. And I was like, I don't care at all. So just you do your thing. I'm happy with whatever you do. You do it. And this, the you know, COVID might last a few weeks. Or is this going to affect our wedding? I don't know. And then it, we, it's funny. It was May, like, should we postpone it to August? And I was like, Katie, I thought I was being so smart. I was like, I think we should postpone it into late September to be safe. I'm like, okay. And of course, <laughs> two years later, it just, we finally... Did you postpone it? We got married in May of 2020. Okay. okay. That was back in the day when it was like, you were only allowed, at least in Kansas City, to have 10 people in a room. What? Like the weird... So we had what was actually really beautiful, like intimate. Yeah. Just our immediate family... And then we broke the rules and had, you know, 15 people in a row. Oh. You know, um, it's just weird times. And it was, it was a really nice night. We honey, we did a little honeymoon in Arkansas because, like, everything's closed. Yeah. And so we just drove to, like, this lake in Arkansas. It was just turned out to be... Hey, we've been to Arkansas for a Beautiful a few days. Norfolk? Did you go to Lake Norfolk? It was Beaver Lake. Okay, I haven't heard of that one. It's up in northwest Arkansas. It's really beautiful. I mean, yeah. we found a cool condo. It was, yeah, it was, it was great. And then it was May of 2021 when we did, like, the whole planned wedding that we'd postponed okay. three times. Okay. I loved it because it was the, the weight of that day was not on like the party day. Uh, we just showed up. We'd been married for a year already. We, we did the whole ceremony so she could have the experience of walking down the aisle in front of her friends, but wow. just kind of reset the vows and just had a party. So That's really cool. I thought it was fun. That is fun. Got to go out after, you know, because we're good, you know, we're good Christian shelter people. We're very, the wedding night's very, very special, very You're trying to get out of there. fancy. And the first, <laughs> but I'm a big party. I'm like, I, I mean, trust me. I was like, we have our whole life to do this. I want to, have the time of life with her friends. She's like, are yeah. you kidding me? She didn't like that. So our <laughs> our actual wedding night, of course, was was really special and intimate. So that was fun too, just like go out with yeah. friends. Like the wedding's right. over, we just went out, oh, closed cool. the bars down and we got married in Austin, Texas. It was just the most fun night of my life. Oh, yeah. wow. Fun. That's really fun. No, yeah, at our wedding, we were 20 <laughs> and 21 and we had wow. waited. So We were so, so yeah, young. At nine o'clock, we were, ooh, we were out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, 9 p.m. sharp. That makes sense. <laughs> sharp. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Gotta go. Changing the, changing the subject. You're so sorry. What, what was that? How old are y'all now? We are 25 and 24. I'm okay. 25. Abby's 24. How old are you, by the way? 30. 30. Nice. Okay. 30, man. That's it's cool. not. Is that exciting? Is 30 or, different? How does that yeah, feel? Yeah, it is. It's, oh, no. I don't know. It did feel it. Because I think you get creeped up. To, I feel like when I was 28, there was still this sense of like, I would still go places where like college kids were. Like, you can kind of like, Certain people might say, oh, what are you? you just out of college? You start 30, I feel like you really, at least me, I know Katie's, of course, like women go through it too. Like you do start to look in the mirror and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm for sure 30. I don't, I don't look, <laughs> I don't look like I'm in college. Like there's definitely some wrinkles happening. The hair is not what it used to be. Some grays start popping. It's, it is weird, man. Cause you, we were in Tucson doing a show, which is the home of Arizona University. Uh-huh. And we were leaving the show and see the college kids start rushing the bars. And it's just like, those look like children, dude. 
Like that's crazy. And so it's it's good. Like I'm excited for my 30s, new whole phase, but it was a little bit of a crisis of People tell me wow. all the time that I they thought I was in my mid 30s. So I don't even really? by the time I'm 30, I'm gonna, people are going to think I'm like retired. Well, I think it's <laughs> I think wow. it's more because we are have you his two mom children. Or what's going on? No, no, no. <laughs> I think it's because we have two children. Like people are like, you're 24 and have two children. Mm-hmm. Like what? What? Yeah. I think that's more of what it is. I don't yeah, think you right, look. Right. You definitely do not look 30. I don't know. I was actually embarrassed. We got we were young when we were like engaged and, and married. So I was like embarrassed. I thought people would like make fun of us for being like crazy young and like mm-hmm. stupid for getting married so young, even though we knew. Um, so yeah, that was that was actually my fear. <laughs> Four years ago, is I was like, I don't want people to make fun of me for being a 21 year old that's married. Sure, because people thought that was weird. We were in At college, least. literally, just like going to our public university. Like my husband, I'd yeah. just be quiet. I'd be like, my husband. That's interesting. So yeah, y'all were. In college at the same university, going to classes like with your husband. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, how long from meeting to marriage? How long? Three years. Yeah, three years. Okay. Two years. Oh, from, meeting, you're young. Two, from dating oh, to marriage. Dating to marriage. From okay. meeting, it was longer. So I guess, yeah, you guys, you know, there's a, you're obviously doing it. You're still <laughs> together. You have kids. Like, there's an element of, I'm sure, like, do we, we wait two, three more years till we graduate? Can, let's just go well, ahead. That's what everybody told us yeah. to do. And we yeah. were like, no. Why? We're yeah. going to get married in college. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Funny. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, too. So being someone on social media, it's cool because I think a lot of comedians can make a living now without having to travel. I know back mm-hmm. in the day, I feel like all these comedians must have had to travel and be away from their families all the time just to make ends meet. And so now social media has changed that. So I'm curious with the touring aspect, you know, obviously you're not always on tour, but um, why why the tour? Like, is it is it a cool way to connect with your fans? Is it because you really enjoy it? Is it, is it a big part of how you make money as an entertainer? Like, I'm, I'm just curious the... Why the tours? Good question. Yeah, it's the touring started um, again right, right when we were kind of getting engaged and all that. So I was geared up to tour big. Wow. My first, um, I've been doing shows in 2019, writing my show, trying to figure out how to do this live comedy thing, and then in uh, my very first show of the big tour we announced was March 11th, 2020. Which if you, that was like the night where oh, like wow. the NBA, <laughs> you, I got off stage, it was like trending, like NBA season canceled, MLB kids, oh. like shutting down. And so we got two of those shows done before, you know, literally everything we had to cancel and postpone. That was your first tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And in a ways, I'm really grateful for that because I, when, you know, most comedians, they spend years and years trying to get to the point where they can sell tickets and I'd spent years building this presence where I could immediately sell tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in a way I'm grateful for, it's like everything got postponed a year. I just feel like I got obviously more experience, better. I, I got thrown into these weird situations. I had to learn to deal with like a show where they only allow uh, to be 25% full and everyone wears masks. Like mm-hmm. that's not a fun thing to perform to. How do you deal yeah. with that? How do you make sure everyone has a good time? So there's a lot of good experiences with that. And I just couldn't believe I was able to, to sell tickets and do that. It was a fun challenge. I felt like I was, had a knack for it and I was really addicted to getting better at it. And, you know, we were young, we were married. Like it was this crazy adventure. We toured the country. She came to every show. She had an amazing job. The first like month of the tour, she would fly out Friday after work and fly home Sunday to meet me for some of it. And very quickly we were like, man, this, I was like, just quit your job and let's do this. So she quit, yeah. came to 60 cities with me. It was just like a really 
really fun experience. And it's been a lot of conversation. Like we don't have kids. How do we do this? So we set this tour schedule is a lot less rigorous where I'm back and forth and I, mm. I'm home more than I'm not. And you know, that we're in this weird phase where I think social media influencers, content creators are getting more and more le- legitimized or respected and especially comedians. And, but there's still nothing like live. There's nothing, uh, I think from everyone's point of view, like, okay, making videos is one thing. Can you, can you do this in this room with all these people mm-hmm. here? And, um, it's great business. It's great fun. So, uh, but I've never, I think a lot of people too, in my position are like, I just want to get to the point where I can stop making the videos. I'm just doing the shows, but I'll never mm-hmm. stop the videos. Cause I could very much foresee a day where I say, you know what? I got a wife and three kids. I'm done with this, like being gone thing. I'm just going to wake up, make videos and never leave. Yeah. Like that would be a pretty cool life too. So, um, it's cool. I'm very blessed to have options. Cause mm-hmm. you guys know, you've done the podcast you're doing it you're diversifying like it's nerve-wracking being a content creator where you're like for years my 100 percent of my money was brand deals i was just like praying i'd get an email that yeah. mcdonald's was to pay me you know <laughs> i so saw you, your mcdonald's ad for the oh, coffee i was like Yay! shout out Keurig. that's funny um so the the tickets too is just like a, a big reassurance of algorithms change apps get yeah. deleted things but now i know like i can go into a city and and sell tickets so I have some control over my yeah. career a little bit, which is a great feeling. But I uh, fe- sorry, I, I feel like the energy of live performance also too has to be like exhilarating. It's so fun, yeah. But also that literally sounds like my worst fear is like yeah. having to go up on a stage by myself and make people laugh. Yeah, it's both. I mean, has there been times where literally no one's laughing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's never happened to me. Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I've, I was telling someone recently. I feel like just now I'm really like coming into my own i feel like i know what my audience wants and i'm like really enjoying trying new jokes and it doesn't bother me if jokes don't work but when you're figuring it out it's yeah it's horrifying i, I would literally run away oh, how do you recover it was <laughs> i would nearly didn't several times <laughs> but i don't know how it's it's kind of i mean it's similar it, it hurts a lot more in person but it's similar when you make a bad video or yeah. like you get roasted for a video and you're like I'm, de- I'm deleting all this but, and then you somehow keep going i mean Right. I remember the first time I ever truly had like a nightmare. I was, I'd done a dozen sets, you know, I was, it was going fine, but I finally had a, a horrible night. It was an all black audience and I just done an all black audience and done really well. They were high energy. They're fun. They loved me. And so I'm, and I I've done stand up for a few months now and it's always gone. Okay. So I'm getting too confident. I'm like, I'm not preparing as much. I was like, you know, I was going there. And it was this all black audience. So I was kind of like, I see him like, well, these, these are my people, you know, I, <laughs> I make these people laugh. Oh, no. You're a comedian. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I go up there and my opening joke, I make a joke about Queer Eye, which was like huge at the, at that moment. Yeah. And nothing. I mean, I quickly realized black people apparently don't watch this show because they looked at me like queer. What is he talking about? And that was my first experience of saying like a, a setup and a joke and just getting radio silence and I just fell apart. I mean, the next 10 minutes I was just like, uh, 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 and I could tell that they started to laugh like at me. They're like, dude, like this guy's falling apart up here. And, I'm like, uh. and the next comedian after me, like opened by m- making fun of me. And I, I just left out the back door. I was like, I, oh, I'm no. never showing they my made face. fun of you. <laughs> that's what comedians do. Wait, yeah. She's no. like, oh, that's so mean. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do, uh, which I respect, and uh, it it needed to happen. 
<laughs> to help uh, his performance, but yeah. Oh my gosh. That's what my, and Katie was there at, at all these supporting me and I just remember going oh. home. She's like, it's okay, it's okay. I was like, oh my God. What? I'm never going back there again. Where, where was this? <laughs> it was at a comedy club in Kansas City. I, okay. I went up there every like, there I would get on these shows to do like a 10 minute spot every week and ask Tara, I mean, willed myself to do it. I don't know why, but it was like, I don't know if I was having fun, but I was like, I just feel like I, I got to keep trying this and I don't know. Hey. So do you actually enjoy it then? If it, if no, I'm miserable. Here. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's like the simultaneous, like conquering this challenge, and I do really enjoy it. But there's a lot of doubts still, and a lot of uh, it's just like like with any job, but it's just more visceral when you get off stage and you just get in your head. Like I can get a standing ovation and get off stage and be like, "Were they? Did they really think that was that yeah. funny?" Or mm. and vice versa too. There's times I'm like I'm I'm hardly gonna prepare. I'm hilarious, and then yeah. it just. And I and you, the more you do it, like with videos, like with live, you just you find your. I feel like you find your even keeledness to like. I know what I'm good at. I'm gonna do my thing. I'm not gonna get it too high, too low. Like, mm-hmm. just try to provide these people with laugh. This episode is sponsored by Careway Home. I feel like a real adult this season because we're hosting Thanksgiving. Are you going to make the turkey? Because I totally would mess up the turkey. I'm going to try. Okay. And I feel like I have the perfect set of pans to prepare the perfect Dude, meal. They're really nice. I've been making my eggs every morning on the, the like fry pan. Yeah. And it, it's so good. I don't know what material that they got going on, but it's like really, really nice. And nothing ever sticks. Like it's the it's probably the best non-stick pan I've ever used. Yeah. It's non-toxic kitchenware. And what that material is they're talking about is a chemical-free ceramic coating. Oh, it's so, ceramic. Food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce chemicals will get into all of your healthy ingredients. They're also beautiful. We have the green ones with the gold They're hardware. really cute, and they came with stands, too. Like, they yeah. go in our cabinets, and there's a little stand that it sits on, and it's so aesthetic. Because I feel like pots and pans can get so humble-jumbled in your cabinets. Yeah. They have stands for them all. It looks so beautiful inside, and then they have a separate side for all the lids. The most popular product that they have is the ceramic, but they now have have a stainless seal cookware oh, set nice. to check okay. out. So if that's something you're interested in, over 50,000 people have raved about Caraway Kitchen. Now it's time to give it a try for yourself. Visit carawayhome.com unplanned to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. Ooh. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com unplanned or use code unplanned at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. And now back to the episode. It really shocked me like when Robin Williams passed because like mm. I would have thought that guy would have just been the happiest person in the whole entire world because he was so funny and he was so entertaining in the movies and Abby loves the movie Mrs. Doubtfire, which oh, she's yeah. just hilarious. And so, yeah, how is that as a comedian? Do you do you find things funny? Or are you like so surrounded by comedy all the time that you can't even you can't even laugh because you're just so used to it? You know, I think I think a lot about that. I'm just like stand-up comedians you know, what propelled me to keep doing that when i was like terrified of it and miserable mm-hmm. like is is it good things in me is it bad things like am i a psychopath why am i <laughs> yeah and there's a lot of me that thinks that these comedians especially these stand-ups or rumblings these people that devote their lives to comedy and performing like they're often troubled and why do you want to do this that bad yeah. and so i try to examine that but i just i feel very lucky that's people are shocked i Y'all probably get this a little bit. Like, you, you live in L.A. or New York City? I was like, I don't. I have no plans to live either of those places. I live in Kansas City. And like, why do you live there? It's like I did. Yeah. I just my people live there. It's close to home, and I just, I have a great wife and I have a great group of friends that I feel like I come home to, and we just joke around as friends do and die laughing, and it just grounds me of like I don't know. I think that 
I think there's a lot of successful, famous people and people in general who, you know, it's just like people are lonely. They don't have ways to laugh just with friends or, mm-hmm. or to get so very, very lucky to have like super, super great family and friends that, um, yeah, I think keep me from losing my mind for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I think that my favorite one is when you did the get ready with me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was kind of, yeah, yeah, a little I inspired by you. I feel personally called out right now. Um, no. You're the get ready with me queen. Did you, who made that up? I actually don't know if I've ever said that, but like I just tell stories while I do my makeup. But Abby's been doing those for a long time. Like, yeah, did she you was make do, those up? She I was doing them before they were cool. Okay. Well, people had done them before you, but you were one of the first people that was like more of a family creator. <clears throat> To, to do them and it's just because know. you're such a Let's great go. I don't think I deserve no, you, that credit no you do go though, off because your face like, and do it right now yeah. no no, you literally you would do them and you wouldn't even write down a script you would just talk like you're so talented you would not even have to write out a script you're just so yeah, talented Abby right um, but no Abby started doing those I like two years ago before they were even the get ready with me ones and then all your mom ones I just like love but I feel like Whenever I see them, I'm like, oh, man, I can already feel because I feel like the mom community online can be brutal. Mm. And so I'm like, does he get the mom community riled up or are they like oh, on your side? Yeah. You know, I I think it's mostly positive. I feel very lucky that, you know, and you do it long enough. I don't dive into the comments that often, but I think mostly, of course, you see a few crazy comments, people getting fired up about this or that. But. I think they're mostly on my side. I'm very, that's, very fortunate. Yeah, that's good. You, one of your top videos is making fun of baby names, and yeah. I, I was, I was dying because um, that's just, that's just. I, I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like it's a hot topic of of the day. And you were just, you were just roasting these baby names. How did you come up with that concept? Because that was four years ago, and it's, and it's still, it's still going on. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the, that's what's crazy with social media. You kind of like repost. It's like I have so many new followers that I'll repost videos from five years ago and they'll go viral again. It's like people didn't see it. So wow, I reposted the one you're talking about, the kind of roll call mm-hmm. where I just read through re- crazy names. It's like a huge video five years ago. I just reposted it went viral again because y'all y'all gone viral for some making fun of some baby names. Respect, right? <laughs> People got after you. Yes, that's that's what's weird. Because I roast people, or like, ah, oh, yeah, it's funny. I don't know why y'all get the bad side of it. I was, I'm supporting. <laughs> I the, I have no comment. She's like, I don't want to talk Abby, about sir, it. No, but with us, we didn't even we didn't even we didn't even say a baby name. That's the crazy. We didn't even mention a, a name. specific name. It was you it just was, said was, like the names are too much. It was, right? I said the names yeah. are getting was, crazy, and people in our comments were going a little off. And so then some people got offended by comments in our comment section, which again, like you, we don't read a lot of comments. Like it, it's We didn't damaging. even know. And yeah. then it just kind of built. But some, I'm traumatized. So I'm not going to yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Was that whole thing? You're like, it's I okay. I still get DMs to this day about it. <laughs> what is that? A 20 second clip? It was a clip from our Maybe podcast. Maybe 20 seconds. It was a clip. Wow. I didn't even say a name. I just said names are getting crazy. So I, when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, is he getting roasted right now? No. No, not at all. What the heck? She's like, you want me here to confront me? Like, Screw you. I don't like that. You get away with this? I didn't get away with it. The, the video I made where I just did a roll call, I went to the social security, like U.S. government social security website, and they, they list like the most popular like names among the population in the past year, what it was 2017 or whatever, and I just copied it. Even the spellings? Yeah. Oh, that's I hilarious. Even, it's like I did. So I think that's why it went so viral because it's that's like literally the popular names. I wasn't making this up. Everyone knows a Axley and a Clementine and a and a Journey. And it, like I just cop it. And we just I just wrote 
read through it Did and made jokes. Did you have any friends who had kids with those names at that time felt a little awkward? I, uh, no, my kids are, my friends are just now having kids. And oh, okay. yeah, I do. I try to tell my friends too, like, listen, I'm just making jokes. Like, right. if you name your kid. It's not that serious. Like, I don't. Wait, what? Do you did you know? I did my homework. Oh my gosh. Dude. I just wanted to see that reaction. We gotta yeah. beep that out. We gotta yeah. keep, we gotta beep that out. We can't edit that, that. editor. Edit we, that out. We need to edit that, that out. Editor. Oh my gosh. I thought you just randomly did that. <laughs> like, how did you she know? She starts crying. Dude? Stop, stop, stop. It's literally. Oh, no, you know, if you name your kid Okay, sorry, I had to. If you name your kid if you name your kid something crazy. <laughs> I loved y'all. Yours. I'm sweating. Oh. Literally, what's the temperature? Seventy. Wow. It's all right. Okay. I actually, I don't even. I like that. You name, name, you're gonna name your third kid that. Just be like, yeah. it's okay. We support it. <laughs> I. But if you name your kid something crazy, like my best friend, that's you're. I'm gonna love your kid. That's fine. You probably know how I feel about it, but it's fine. No, no, we, no, no. We literally have a friend, not- dude. We have a friend that named their kid kid. And and we fully support it because so they have a they have a backstory K-I-D? yeah and and I'll D-D. I'll tell K-I-D. the story is, because yeah. he's told it on his social media a lot but his brother passed and his brother's uh, nickname was kid and so he wanted to name his son after his brother See, which is like always, really sweet there's always a big reason and, and then so, you're like, oh, I guess and so I thought that was it. really cool but then people on the internet were like why the heck are you naming your kid kid it's like no it doesn't like we don't care like if it was someone specific I would never like be like oh that name is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I I do have friends who they start they're like we're gonna name him this and they'll be like Trey is that okay with you? I'm like yes I don't. It is funny I do a joke in that you'll see the show tonight I do a joke about people they name the kid weird but they make sure they have a really good like explanation for it. <laughs> then you're like well, you can't you can't judge it then actually. You're like, I'm like I, I think I can't swallow yeah. my words. I I grew up because my family's hilarious and they're like ruthless. My grandma was like. The funniest Southern Baptist woman. You just type like you get a tattoo, you're dead to me. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we went Old to school, school in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, we know you the know, time. You know. <laughs> and my sister, she, one of her best friends, got a tattoo. You know, she they went to the same church. We got a tattoo on her foot. And my grandma was like, "What? She got a tattoo?" And my sister's like, "She got a tattoo. It's because she's commemorating um, the loss of like this loved one in her life." My grandma was like. That's a lame excuse for a tattoo. <laughs> she just doubled down. Like, oh, she just went respect. back in. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't care. I was like, wow. Wow. My like that. Honestly, they should be the most feared demographic is the Southern Baptist group. I know. Yeah. They're gonna. They're a dying that's, breed. That's your oh, grandma. Dying. That's they your really, grandma. We have to that's be my ca- grandma. I'm we have to be careful. Yeah. yeah. Dude, grandmas called, are unhinged. She called him a narcissist once. Oh my and then gosh. we're like, hey, I don't think you mean that. I think you mean like uh, maybe, well, what do we say? We tried to give her a nicer word and she was like, no, narcissist. Well, this was, this was, I think this was the <laughs> first time she saw us film a YouTube video and she thought it was so weird that we were recording ourselves with a camera. And she was so like, she thought mm, was that's kind of narcissistic uh, to re- oh, record well, she's yourself. Not, she, we <laughs> probably are actually, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's got to be there somewhere. Yeah. We're, like, was, you know, we're like talk, getting to know each other before we record. Like, don't talk too much. We need to monetize this. <laughs> record it save the combo it is kind of psycho my grandma was uh because she she passed a few years ago she was she would have been like almost 90 so social media the phone i mean just can't even comprehend it so they're trying my parents i later learned would try to explain to her behind closed doors like trey's this is what he's doing he's doing fine he can pay his bills my grand you know she's just like what is he do- doing with his life <laughs> and then i so that's a perk too of doing shows they're like grammy it's he's selling tickets right. to a comedy show she oh. was like that makes you know she can I know tell my bible is. study that yeah yeah right but she would get in like these uh nursing homes or like hospitals and 
nurses are oftentimes, you know, very similar to us and might be a fan of mine. So it would come up like, you're Trey Kennedy's grandma? They'd be like, cool. And then my grandma, who used to be like, get a job in her last days, every nurse that ever walked in a room was like, do you know Trey Kennedy? That's my grand. She would ask like a 70 year old nurse, do you know Trey Kennedy? It's like, she doesn't, she's in the same boat you are. She doesn't have a phone. But she would always say he's a multimedia star. A multimedia, that's We're like, that's really, kind of, that's really fine. sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so sweet. That's precious. And that's the same grandma that would get mad if you got tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any she's tattoos? Opinionated. I don't. You I don't. Guess she would go, I really have no desire. Maybe it's because they brainwashed me. I shouldn't have them. But I don't. Do you have tattoos? Any of your siblings? Actually, we do. Should we show them our tattoos? Why do we Wait, this always? A segment. This. this is like a segment now of our podcast where we show our guests our tattoo. We got a matching tattoo. You ready? It up. We don't have to show it at the same time. You show three, two, ready, three, two, two one. At the same time. They're matching. Oh, I think y'all have y'all posted this. Yes, dude, it's, dude, it's old news. Is at that this point. for the podcast or before? We got it. No. It was our first merch launch, and we were like, we got to do something crazy to promote our merch, and so we're like, Good let's get y'all. matching lip tattoos. That's that's dedicated dude. content creators. <laughs> How bad did that hurt? Not, Not bad. 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 Yeah, because that goes away, right? Apparently, but it's been like I was thinking it was gonna go ten years, but yeah, it's been like three years. It's still here. They said it would go away after like two or three years, and we still have it. Just bold as ever. I think it's three years in October. I forget about it, and I go to the dentist, and they're just like doing work, and I'm like, I I get home or later that day. We got our kid banging on our window. Yeah, he's locked outside. No no one's watching him out there. They should lock him out like a dog. We just put him in the backyard. Griff, I'll be out there in a little bit. Okay. Oh my goodness. That's pretty cute. Um <laughs> Wow. No, no, I don't know no one in my family I guess it works. My siblings, cousins. No one has tattoos. Mm. I know of. Wow. They're just hiding it. They're Maybe. afraid. Abby's yeah. brother got a big um tattoo of David, <laughs> the statue of David on nice. his shoulder. Like bicep. And Abby's mom was not happy about that. She still talks about it regularly to yeah. him. And he got another one. The classic how are you gonna get a job with that? <laughs> No one cares. No one cares. I'm not getting a job. I feel like you could have a face tat now and be like, they'd be like, that's cool. Be the CEO of like, you know, some crazy. We need, we need some edgy. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of uh, content, you've also, I think you've roasted gender reveals, which I found hilarious. That was also personal. We've also, yeah, we've been personally affected by that because we have had two of them. You got to make what, great content. Yeah. But what But what is it though? Like what did you, did you guys have a gender reveal for your baby? We did is the sick part. Um, my wife, <laughs> you did. My wife. Against uh, your better judgment. Yeah. I don't, I should have posted about that. I should have I come in clean. I, we did. She was like, of course. I'm like, we can't. I've like half my crew's based off of this. We can't do this. She's like, I just, <laughs> just a tiny thing. I just want to cut a cake. Is that that big a deal? Just, and of course, you know, logical me. I'm like, that's not that big a deal, but I'm also like, oh my God. So of course we're. We were just hanging out with a few friends, like having dinner, and then just brought the cake out and revealed it was a boy, but oh, we did. It was as chill as it gets, but I still wasn't happy. You mean you didn't have any poppers? No poppers. Dang. It's um, very messy. I was with my cousin once. We did the poppers, and you have to pick up everything. You probably haven't been invited to a gender reveal party since. No, not any one of the big, <laughs> not any big crazy one. No, probably not. Probably I might like, have really fucked oh, a lot of people from doing like, it. Not them. Yeah. Well, we saw one. These vlogger people on YouTube literally had drones like oh, spell yeah. out their like it's a boy and it was like this whole thing dude it's, it's insane i'm impressed no but the drones were like the light up ones that they use at the super bowl that are like crazy expensive and it was like a screen like floating in the sky like it, it looked like fire show it was, right i'm like they must have put in hundreds of thousands of dollars into this gender reveal i'm like 
why? Like, I don't, I don't get it. But it was, it was hilarious. It was entertaining. Matt, yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it'd be a fun party. It's just too much. We're doing too much, man. <laughs> it's the gender of your baby. I started making fun of them like five years ago. I feel like they just became like a thing at all. Just like, right. who cares? And yeah, for some reason, it, I kind of just followed with it and would kind of make fun of it and became this massive trend. And the people, there's been deaths. People like, you didn't see this? Like, <laughs> horrible. Like, Wait, like they'll what? like do, actually... you know, they'll do like because they do like explosions and tannerite and th- so like things have gone wrong. Oh or did gosh. you see? Remember that whole like massive wildfire around Labor Day of 2020? I remember because we went, we were like in Utah, just kind of like doing a COVID vacation, just sitting in a cabin, and smoke started coming in. It was started from a gender reveal. Like, could you imagine? Like it's a girl, and you just see the flames. Yeah, you were off. there at the gender reveal. Well, no, they, nearby. They saw the smoke. I was in, yeah. Yeah, it's like it. Oh my uh, god! M- like a ton of the West Coast, so it like the smoke started pouring into like Salt Lake City. Yeah. Oh my Jeez. gosh! I didn't so realize people, all that. Yeah, it's that's. So you're just bringing awareness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saving lives. Hi, I think it's your friend. Oh, okay. I think it is. I think your friends are here to record your podcast. Maybe we should. Let's wrap go. This up. That's um, right. We're gonna have you all on our podcast. But yeah, check it out, Trey Kennedy. What's what's next for you, man? Any any big plans other than obviously you're touring? You're going all over the country. How many shows do you have left? Uh, yes, TreyKennedy.com/slash/tour for all the tickets. We we just announced some more, so we're gonna tour into May. We probably have. I don't know, 50 more shows wow. or something, but um, we're trying to get everywhere. So come and see us. That's super exciting. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Well, thank you for coming on here, spilling the tea about baby names and gender reveals. This was this Let's is go. fun. You should roast us some more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Deal. Roast us on your podcast. Let's maybe. do it. Yeah. yeah, we'll do it. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Trey. Awesome. And as always, this is where we say peace out, dudes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. As always. As always. Three, two, one. Peace, peace out, out, dudes. dudes.